Hello, welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children, the podcast where I share the recordings of the bedtime stories I've improvised for my children over the years. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. For almost 20 years, I made up a new story for my children every night at bedtime. Many of those stories were recorded, and now I'd like to share the very best of those with you. I hope you enjoy these stories for wonderful children. Tammy lived with her mommy in a small town in Oklahoma. They had not seen her daddy for three months. He worked for the Old West Diamond and Ruby Company, and the company sent him different places in the world to buy diamonds and then to resell them at a higher price. And he had traveled to a place very, very far to the south called Uruguay in order to buy diamonds. He was supposed to have been back after only a month, but he had not come back. And so after the second month had passed, Tammy and her mommy began to grow worried and they began to look for a letter from the company or from him. They finally got a letter end of the second month that said that he had been stranded in Uruguay. What does that mean? It meant that he had no plane ticket. Someone had stolen his plane ticket. He had not had a way to get home. And that the company that he worked for had gone out of business. And so there was no one from the company to get him home. And so for the third month, Tammy and her mother spent time packing their balloon They had a great hot air balloon with a basket, a big, big basket on it, about the size of your bathroom. So it was big enough they could lay down in it and they could have an ice box in it. And they packed the balloon and they decided that as soon as they were all packed, they were going to take the balloon up into the air and find a good, strong south wind and fly their hot air balloon all the way south to Uruguay. It was a trip that would take a long time. Even if they found good winds, it would take probably six weeks. But what could they do? They weren't going to leave Timmy's daddy just stranded in another country with no way home. So they prepared, they packed lots of food, they packed binoculars, they packed ropes, lots of extra fuel for the burner on the balloon. When they were finally all ready, they sat down and they wrote a letter to Tammy's daddy to tell him that they were coming and that he should look for their balloon. And they mailed it off. And then they got a good night's sleep. And the next morning, bright and early, they rose when the sun did. They climbed into the gondola of the balloon. And her mommy started up the burner. Huge flame shot up way up into the balloon. And her mommy said, Come here, Tammy. Tammy didn't really like to go close to the burner. She didn't really like the fire. She said, Do I have to, Mom? And her mommy said, Yes, Tammy. If we're going to fly this balloon, we, you need to know how to do everything in it also. So Tammy came over and her mother showed her how you adjusted the burner and how you fired the burner. And then she had Tammy try it. The balloon was rising rapidly now. They had a little wind sock, which is sort of a little uh, 
looks like an orange sock, and it's on a pole. And when the wind blows it, it can swivel so that you can look at the wind sock and know which way the wind is blowing. So they slowly rose up, up, up. What color was the balloon? Balloon was blue. Okay. Light blue or, or dark blue? Sky blue. The color of a sky straight above you on like a midsummer's the color day. Of our walls. Darker than that. They rose up, and at first the wind was blowing from the east. And they rose a little further and was blowing from the west. And then they rose a little further and the wind started to change until it was blowing from the north. So they knew they were just where they wanted to be because the wind was going to blow them south. And so they pulled the cord to let a little bit of the hot air out of the balloon, just a little bit, so that they didn't go up any further. And the balloon stabilized and began to drift towards the south. They had flown for about three hours, and Tammy was reading a book that she had brought. It was a book about butterflies. She thought it would be a fun thing to know, be able to identify different kinds of butterflies that they saw flying around as they traveled south. She had also brought a book about birds, since she wanted to be able to know all about the kinds of birds that they passed. But as she was reading, she was noticing that she was having to sort of hold the book up a little better to catch the light and that it was getting a little darker, a little cooler. And she looked up, and she saw that off to the west, big, dark storm clouds were starting to form. Uh-oh, Mom, she said. What are we going to do? Mom said, well, we'll go as far as we can, and then we'll either go over the storm or under the storm. We might have to land until the storm is over. The wind began to pick up, and they began to move south faster, which was good, but the storm was going even faster than they were. And soon they could tell that it was only a matter of time until those dark storm clouds caught them. They weren't the only ones fleeing from the storm. Tammy saw a number of flocks of birds go by, including a big flock of geese, and she wished that she had looked in her bird book and learned all about the type of birds instead of butterflies, and she didn't always see any butterflies up, but she saw a lot of birds flying away from the big thunderstorm. She noticed a flock of geese going by, and she thought, boy, I wish we could get them to pull us along with them. And then she thought about it some more, and she decided, what the heck, I'll try it. And so she got some of the rope that she and her mommy had packed, and she began making little lassos. And she waited until the next flock of geese flew by, and they were flying by underneath them, and she quickly started to throw out little lassos, and the first several she missed, but then she managed to get one around the leg of a goose, and then she was getting pretty good at it, and she got eight or nine geese with ropes around their legs, and the geese kept flying on, and they felt the balloon begin to pick up speed. Tammy looked back, the storm clouds were even bigger, and she could see lightning flashing from cloud to cloud. But the storm wasn't gaining on them quite as fast now that they had the extra speed of the geese. Then she saw another flock of geese approaching. This one was above them. She wasn't sure whether she'd be able to lasso any of them, but she still had some of her little ropes left. So she threw them up. She managed to get four more geese. And these geese did not like being lassoed. They honked at her. Honk, 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 honk. But they kept flying, and now they really, the balloon was really picking up speed with all those geese flapping along, pulling it. Tammy looked back. She could see at the front edge of the storm a tornado coming down out of the clouds. But she could also see, as she was looking, 
that those clouds were starting to get smaller behind them instead of bigger, and that they were finally starting to outrun the storm. They flew that way for another hour till the storm was in the faint distance behind them, and then Tammy began to pull in the geese, and when they got them right up to the gondola of the boat, her mommy threw a net around each goose and held it still so it wouldn't nip her while Tammy untied the rope from around their legs and let them free. After they freed all their geese, they saw that the storm had changed, the wind had changed direction again, and it was starting to blow them east. And they went up, they fired the burner, and they went up, so they were about as high as they could safely go on a hot air balloon, but there was no southerly wind. And then they went down, 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 and there was still no south wind. And so Tammy's mommy said, well, I think we have to land, because we don't want to get blown in the wrong direction. We'll stop and have some dinner, and then we can try again later towards evening. Sometimes the wind changes direction around evening. So the balloon went down, down, until they were above a lake. They didn't want to land in the lake, so they just put the balloon just above it, and they dropped an anchor over the side to keep the balloon from drifting very much. And then they got out their fishing poles, and they started fishing over the sides of the balloon, and Tammy caught a big trout, and her mommy caught another two more trout. And then after that, they pulled up their anchor and drifted to the shore. They landed their balloon, and they have a little oven in the gondola. And they, they cooked their trout in the oven of the gondola, and they ate it. And after they had eaten, they got some water and how, out of the how lake. How did and, they eat on there with no plates? Oh, they have plates. It's a very big gondola. It has beds in it and a little ice box and has plates and silverware. They wash their plates and silverware in the water from the lake. After boiling it, it's about the size of your bathroom, your hallway bathroom. They, they washed their very small cots, very small cots, like sleeping bag sized beds. Uh, and they roll up just like sleeping bags. So they had dinner, they, they boiled water from the lake to drink and to wash their plates and so forth. And then they took off again and they found a good south wind, not very far up. And so they went south for about two more hours until the sun set. And they didn't want to fly at night. So they landed the balloon and they hammered stakes into the ground so the balloon wouldn't take off on its own at night. And they went to sleep. And that was the end of their first day on their trip to Uruguay. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but heckling and clever commentary were supplied by my children. The theme music was created by Brandon Thompson, and the logo was designed by Silas Wendelin. If you know someone who might enjoy the stories, please tell them about the show. Our website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com, and preview snippets are posted to most social media. I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story.